Welcome to the All About Real Estate Marketing Podcast. My name is Nina Doron and I'm your host. If you're a real estate professional or investor, this is the podcast for you. I think you'll agree with me that a house is likely the largest financial asset for the majority of the population. And like any other product, it needs to be marketed in order to attract the right buyers so that it can sell faster and sell for more. So the objective of this podcast is really simple. It's to share with you the greatest marketing strategies and tactics in order to help you set your property apart from its competitors. And of course, ultimately to help you grow your real estate business. Hi, welcome back to episode two of the Real Estate uh, Marketing Podcast. This is, I guess, the first episode where we're going to get into the real meat of what the show is about and to really set the stage for the podcast. I wanted to leave um, the first true episode of the podcast and talk a little about, about what the difference between sales and marketing is. In my research to do so, I... Um, I found an article article that was written by an author named Art uh, Art uh, Saxby, and he explained that what the difference between sales and marketing is really well, and so I wanted to use that as a setup for our podcast today, and then discuss that a little bit um, with you. And the reason why I wanted to dive a little bit into what sales and marketing is or what the difference between sales and marketing is, is because I find it very important uh, for our industry, particularly not just the real estate, but for many entrepreneurs. And um, entrepreneurs or small businesses don't necessarily have the people uh, or the manpower and the resources like big companies do. Um, uh, Yes, I did come from the corporate world and my function there was marketing. I performed many different functions in marketing, but my job was very specific. It was focused on marketing. There uh, was uh, also most of the companies that I was with also had sales departments, procurement departments, operations, and and etc. But as an entrepreneur, we're really on our own and performing many of the different functions and wearing many different hats. But are we really good at what we do in every aspect where corporate companies have all the money to bring in the experts for each different function? When it comes to the business of real estate, many of us have to wear many different hats. And so it's important for us to know which function we are performing at each step of the process to ensure success for um, the listing client as well as the buying client. Art Axby, uh, Saxby rather, shares that it is the salesperson's job to sell uh, what is in stock now. I've never looked at it quite like that before, but it's so true. Just like any other product or service when it comes to real estate, the house or the property is the product. And this is the stock item that you need to sell or make your, to make your, um, your listing client happy. In this function, your job is to help them overcome any objections about the property, help them to negotiate the best selling price and the closing terms. Because a sales function is to sell, what's immediately in stock? You are really focused on this week, this month, this quarter, uh, now, essentially. Marketing, on the other hand, 
um, is all about the future. According to Art, the key job of marketing is to understand the marketplace from the perspective of the customer. In real estate world, that would be the buyer and lead the company or organization to where it should be in the future. Marketing's job is to direct the organization towards segments or groups uh, or customers and channels where the company can profitably compete, not just today, but thrive for years to come. Marketing is not done in isolation. It is about understanding how to modify products, offerings, pricings, and communications so that it meets the needs of the distribution channel and the end customer. And the end customer uh, is always the buyer, someone who is willing to pay for uh, a price for a product or a service. Marketing needs to convert uh, the market data, trends, and convert needs into tools and ta tactics to build relationships to develop and convert leads. And without sales, marketing efforts run short. On the other hand, without marketing, sales also suffer. And as I mentioned in the first episode, sales and marketing functions are intermingled and one can't really be, with, be without the other. And so what does this have to do with real estate? When you have a property to sell, it's about getting it sold as quickly as possible. I've witnessed more times than I can say where the agent is in such a rush that all he focuses in on is getting the listing to go live. He ignores the condition of the house and ill-advised the client on what needs to be done to get the house to show well. This really is about focusing in on the now and not the future. But no matter what, the, what business you are in, focusing in on the future is essential to growth and longevity. So what does that mean for real estate? When you need to sell now and sell quickly, um, you know, when, when I teach my course, Staging to Sell What Every Agent Should Know, I really focus in on the fact that as entrepreneurs, we need to build a brand and we need to focus on what is going to make us different from our competitors and what is going to help us grow our brand. So when you have a listing that shows well, is marketed well, then that becomes part of your brand. And this brand image needs to be consistently reflected in all aspects of your business. When potential clients are considering working with you, they will be doing their due diligence to see what your brand is all about. It is important to understand that everyone is now searchable and all photos that are tied to your name will show up in the search. Homeowners hire real estate agents to help them get their product, in this case, the house, to market. Reach as many potential buyers as possible and to navigate the complexity of the transaction. They need to feel reassured that you will be looking after their best interest, their greatest financial asset. So if all you are doing is um, going to do is to tell them to move a few things, take photos with your cell phone and slap a sign on the front lawn, then they don't really need you. Given all the DIY tools available today, they can very well do that on their own and save thousands of dollars. By making the decision to work with you and agreeing to pay you a handsome commission, they expect you to help them professionally market their house so that it will sell quickly and sell for more money. Agents who operate on a lower commission rate that often 
what often happens is that marketing suffers. They will not have the resources to invest in all the latest marketing tactics for their listing. And when a property is not effectively marketed, it can sit on the market for a very long time. And when your existing client's property doesn't sell well or perform well uh, as well as expected, then they're going to tell their social circle, families and friends. And the thing is, word of mouth is a powerful tool and a bad client experience can have significant impact on your business forward. So when Art Saxby asked, can you be really good at both sales and marketing? Um, and he also, uh, following that question, he also went on to say that in all his years of working with companies that range from Fortune 100 to mid-sized companies, he has never met anyone who was really good at both sales and marketing. I found that to be very interesting. Um, as an entrepreneur myself, I perform many different functions, including sales, marketing, operations, etc. But am I really good at each of those functions equally? This is why large corporations have very dedicated functions and roles because they recognize that not uh, one person can be good at everything. However, because we're entrepreneurs and small business owners, we have to learn to be somewhat adequate in all areas of our business. Although we do tend to learn, uh, lean uh, more heavily toward one or the other. I know that for myself, my strength is in marketing because I'm a trained and practicing marketer. I went to school for marketing. I uh, was in the corporate marketing world for over 20 years. So my strength definitely uh, is in marketing. However, when I was in the corporate world, because marketing and sales work so closely together, I often attended sales meeting as marketing support for sales reps at the company. I was often told that I was so good at what I was doing that I should actually be in sales instead. But sales is not something that I would say that I enjoy, and that's not where my strength lies. I think that where some of my former colleagues identified as sales skills, I now know that my strength is in building relationship. I listen to my clients, I'm a very good listener, and I try to understand what it is that they're looking for and hoping for. And I de uh, develop specific contents, communications, materials, and products to speak to those needs and those wants and deliver it to them in the way that they want it. And that's what my strength was. And sometimes it can be misinterpreted because I'm able to speak and connect, it, connect with clients uh, and customers from the marketing perspective. People automatically think that I must also be really good at sales, but I know that that's definitely not my strength at all. But as a mark, uh, small business um, solopreneur, we have to try to be good at everything, including sales and marketing, right? This is really the crux of this episode. So if the bottom line is that we need to focus on the now with sales and what's next with marketing, what happens with a transaction that is as complex as real estate? It's not simple, is it? As a listing agent, you're dealing with a lot of different emotions and family dynamics. Many have significant attachments to the home that they lived in, whether it's only been a few years or decades where they've raised a family 
and they um and they have a real attachment to the property and so i find myself uh in my experience is that listing agents sometimes fall victim to their clients emotions they want they don't want to push and they're afraid to be the professional that they are um tell me have you ever told your clients that they don't have to do too much and that you'll just work around it even with the overstuffed couch that they've had for over 20 years that's really dated and worn out i've seen that lots of times but some uh, agents are too afraid to say anything that could je- jeopardize the relationship and the listing but being afraid to be the professional that you are were hired for can be detrimental to your brand and future business When selling a product the focus is always about feeding the desire and the needs of the buyer because they're the one who is going to pay. So my advice is that while you need to manage that relationship with your listing client, you also need to ensure that you have that ability to sell your listing client on the idea that the house needs to be appropriately merchandised and marketed so that they can sell the house and meet their goals. because that's the ultimate goal isn't it if they are serious about selling their product then they need to be serious about getting it up um and uh show well so that it uh and they will too need to focus on the potential buyer just like any product that you see in retail you see the biggest companies in the world like procter and gamble craft mcdonald's and even amazon all have marketing and advertising budgets they have marketing plans and they have a marketing strategy on how to reach their target customers and they spend millions and millions of dollars annually on marketing when we look at real estate our marketing budget for real estate is fairly small in comparison but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't have a marketing plan and a marketing budget to reach potential buyers it goes beyond the photos it goes beyond the videos and it goes beyond just the printed materials If the photo and the video and the printed material show that a house is worn and dated, then all that effort is wasted because it's not appealing to the mass audience. It's not going to help you get that house sold quickly and successfully, and it will definitely not help you grow your brand and your business long term. And so as we wrap up this episode, the difference between sales and marketing, my advice to all real estate agents, representatives and brokers is this. Know that you're truly good at doing um know that you're uh what you're truly good truly good at doing and then align yourself with experts to fill in the gaps in order to grow your business and serve your clients to the best of your ability. When you look at real estate marketing, it is ever developing as you can already see social media is changing the way we see things hear things and learn about things and it, and it's ever evolving and companies who are not in the social media space are backwards and dying so how will you be leveraging these social spaces to help you reach your sellers and buyers in this um this is the beauty of marketing marketing is more than just one thing even in the real estate industry has been around for a very long time it is changing rapidly because of the way technology is changing i see that many of you are starting to use videos incorporating the use of drones and even lifestyle videos into your marketing tactics but again it can't stop there 
you need to really analyze within your local community what buyers want and need and what appeals to them. Every community is different. I know that in my market, the Toronto and Ontario market, a well-shown property and a well-designed property to help buyers visualize how they're going to live in that home or utilize that space will perform better than properties that are not. If staging is needed in your market and, and you are ignoring the tactic for fear of having to incur the cost, then you're going to be falling behind and falling short. In the greater Toronto area market alone, there are almost uh, 60,000 real estate agents. Only a small percentage of those do really well. And if you study those small percentage of real estate agents and teams that do well, really well, study what their marketing strategies and tactics are and try and understand and see where you differ because that is the difference between them and you and their success and where you want to be and need to be. And so as I wrap up this episode, I hope that you have found that to be helpful and I hope that you'll join me again in the next episode and feel free to comment, provide me with some feedback uh, on this episode as well. This is only our second episode and I'm still learning um, to find the right types of contents to share with you. It's not perfect yet, but like you and like most small businesses, I'm going to learn from my experience. I look forward to sharing tips and advice with you so that you can grow your business too. As a professional marketer of homes, I'm in the real estate industry as well. So bear with me as we will be going through some growing pains, but I hope that you'll stick around and grow with me at the same time. Thank you so much. And until next time, take care. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this latest episode of the All About Real Estate Marketing Podcast. If you like this episode and the All About Real Estate Marketing Podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and of course, share. If you have a tactic that works well and would like to be a guest on our show, reach out to me via email. My email is in the description. If you would like to learn more about real estate marketing and staging, visit my website, also in the description, to find out when the next staging to sell, what every agent should know class is scheduled for. Marketing doesn't have to be complicated. In fact, it's quite simple, so long as you make it all about the buyers. So until next time, take care.